Welcome to the Something Random Podcast, where sometimes we talk about movies, sometimes we talk about television, but we always talk about something random. I'm your host, Charles Joseph Kelly. And I'm your co-host, Michael C. Macbeth. And I'm Scotty Schaefer. Hi, this is Joel. Joel Adam Chavez. <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, the Emmys were this week. Oh, yeah. I'm g- nice. I'm going to That's make the one joke that I haven't seen anybody make. Okay. Nobody has made this joke, and or I'm sure they have in their brains. But guys, this was the 69th Emmys. Nice. Nice. <laughs> that was the joke? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to That's strangle you with my, a joke. with my long phallic nice. fingers. Nice. 69. <laughs> who would have thunk, thunk the, the comedy gods would bring us such low-hanging fruit this week as... Bringing us the 69th Emmys. That was a rough punchline, though. You should you yeah. should take that uh, you should take that community college course on punchlines. Punchline. But I hear the professor is so old. <laughs> oh, hey, see, oh. you're just quoting television now. Now, that's you, what okay, I do. I know that's what you do, but now you have to because you're quoting television. Now you have to name the television show and the episode. Community, <laughs> and it. I don't know which the season or the. The season was it the Yahoo the season number season seven or season it six? It sounds like it would who be a season it? six type. Uh, it was Britta who said it. Oh, Britta said it. Mm-hmm. No, no, it wasn't Britta. It was You're Annie. Right. It was Annie. You're right. It was oh, Annie. it was Annie even. So, uh, wow. did you guys watch the Emmys? I, I, I caught a good chunk of it. I didn't see it all. I I, honestly, I missed a bigger chunk. I honestly didn't care to see it this this year. We talked about it a little bit. I don't know if on the podcast or outside of the podcast, but there was a lot of shows that weren't nominated at all that should have been and yeah. i was kind of frustrated with that mm. i agree and i i was i kind of just wanted to see when i watch awards shows i usually have not seen 80 to 90 percent of anything that includes mm. movies and broadway is probably 100 percent. but mm. uh i do like to just see the celebrities and what they're wearing and who's with who who wore it better good. so okay I'm going to say this right now. Nicole Kidman's dress, that red dress, was to die for. Lady. To die for. Nice. That was a movie she I know. was in. That was the joke. Oh, reference oh. humor. Uh, I, thought... <laughs> I like how you're making fun of me for reference humor now, that you were just doing reference humor. I thought so. Like, um... But that's how that goes, right? Tit for tat. So come on, guys! Something random. Let's keep going. I was going to say I thought Sarah Paulson's dress looked like Reynolds' wrap. Like she, oh my gosh! Like she had been wrapped in. Maybe it was like Reynolds for the new season point. American Horror because she's so like closed off from the Wait, world. Which kind of Reynolds wrap? Like the like the tin stuff or like, like the, the clear? aluminum foil? I mean, I've seen silver dresses before, but it actually looked like bunched up aluminum foil. Hmm. And I think she's gorgeous. And I was kind of like, ooh, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> I thought it was a little bit interesting uh, to watch shows like that. It just sometimes I get into this thing of like. If it's just going to be reading a list of things, they just draw it out so much. And the next winner is after this commercial break. And I just much rather read an article in like 30 seconds than watch three hours of TV to find the same information. Oh, totally. Because reality shows are like, no, and ahead. we're going to kick off after this. Like of all of all the parts of entertainment to pull from real life, a business management meeting on a Monday afternoon is not the method to try and pull from for entertainment. You know what bumps me out about award shows is when some when you get the winner up there and they're giving their speech and they start to play them off. We've all seen it happen. 
I just that bugs me so much because that's why we're watching the award show. Yeah. We're not watching for the introductions to the category. I know. We're watching these pe- people win and make acceptance speeches and they give them what? Two and a half minutes? Yeah. So if I was that, just, I was just going to say that. Why don't they Doesn't instead of like cutting off the actors who win, cut off the freaking actor who's giving the award and just say all right, dude, let's get to the actual yes, award. that's what it should and be. And just let them yes. talk. Because they're the more interesting ones, not Chris Hardwick, who's announcing uh, who knows what award. There's that's also really the, smart. Yeah, and there's also, coming up, we have da-da-da-da-da, and this person, and this person, and this person. And then, this person. It's like, if they wouldn't do that, they would have another couple minutes to give to the winners. That's why we're watching the show, ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox. I'm looking at you. Mm-hmm. All of them at Yo, the same time? I don't know. Well, he has, has spider it. eyes. I mean, you can't tell on the radio. But well, there's Emmy, eyes. Grammy, Tony, Jeff, Oscars. So I think Roy, Jeff, Uncle Jesse, and uh, Little Michelle. Joey. <laughs> at least the Tonys have At least the Tonys have awesome live performances in right. mix with the yeah. awards. Is, is that is is that the new EGOT the the Full House? Yes, yes. You have to. You also have to do it. You have to you have to do a small on stage gig with Uncle Jesse, and okay. then somehow attend a Knicks game with one of the with one of the twins. Um, I will say there wasn't anything that one that I was like bl- either blown away by or super excited, other than uh, Sterling K. Brown who won for This Is Us because he is freaking amazing. Mm. I love him. Uh, he was great in uh, the O.J. Simpson deal, the Ryan Yeah, he was thing. great in that one. Um, and he's awesome on This Is Us. He's the best part of the show. I'm and that was one of the best shows on TV this year. I, I'm always like turned off by network television, but that's one show that I kind of want to check out. Now, on the other hand, for me, I normally watch all the shows. I don't normally see a lot of the movies in the Oscars because normally they don't come to theaters until after the Oscars. Uh, right. Yeah. So unless they, um, like once they win, then they come out. But like for TV shows, I normally catch up on the the major ones. I haven't seen a single episode of Handmaid's Tale. I haven't seen a single episode of This Is Us. I haven't seen anything of a majority of the shows that won. So this was like great, great for them. But should I? Have you guys seen Handmaid's Tale? Yeah, I, I haven't seen it, but I do want to. And it seems like them winning was just, I think the camel's... The they, last straw to kind of push me over to be like, I got to watch this in particular because I already have a Hulu subscription. Yeah, and they did, they actually did take a lot of awards. Yeah. So it, it looks was, like they were one of the big winners. I was wondering where you were going with camels for a second. It was great. Mm hmm. Well, if there's one thing about camels, <laughs> it's, <laughs> listen it's to this. the spitting. Listen Wait, to what this. Are we about? Handmaid's Tale drama series, best drama series beats a lot. Westward, West, sorry, Westworld, This Is Us, Stranger Things, House of Cards. The Crown, Better Call Saul. Those are all fantastic shows. Yes, they are. So Handmaid's Tale, it's got to be good, right? Well, I was I was very glad to hear uh, all the nominations for, for Stranger Things. I mean, obviously we talk about it a lot, but yeah. what I mean to say is, let me put it this way. It was, a, it was exactly the kind of TV that a lot of us wanted yeah. to see for a long time. Oh, totally. And it's exactly the kind of thing that network TV would never have touched or unless they could really get their 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 mitts in there and screw things up a lot. Yeah, I think um, you're right. I don't think that would we wouldn't have ever seen that on network, not even Fox. Yeah, I don't think we would. Have. I like I like the story that was posted online where they pitched the show like multiple dozens of times mm. to all these execs, and then they finally got it picked up. Well, that's how television is done. Well, like, <laughs> no, here's I I submit that there's been that there's been a change now. I mean, look at how it used to be that if you wanted to have full control of your of your cinematic uh, uh, presentation that you wanted to be a director of movies, but now movies are so big in 
production companies saying, no, 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 this is how you have to do it. Sorry, dude, I'm, I, you did a great job with Jurassic World, but I'm Kathleen Kennedy, and we hit it in a small bump of the road, <laughs> so you're out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring back in J.J. Abrams or whatever. Suddenly, if you want to have good creative control over your art, it seems like the smaller online um, expos of of TV shows or whatever they're called streaming now. That's not even, I don't know if you count it as TV because I watch it on TV. Right. But it's like the Netflix, the Hulu, the Amazon, all of those ways. That's how you get really good creative control. And I think that that could be, what What if there's this new thing where people are starting out in movies so they can really do what they want on Netflix? I, Wouldn't I, that be an interesting dichotomy? I do feel like right now is the golden age of television. So why is it working? Let's Let's kind of hash this out. Why are they given the creative control? I think it's because Netflix has money. Like, they are bringing in money. You don't pay to see Stranger Things. You pay for Netflix. Mm, right? That's so true. So, no matter what, Netflix is going to be making this money, so why not put better content on there? How are, how would they be able to do that for tele- or for movies? Do you guys feel that um, movie companies can do some kind of streaming service or, like, pay-to-play kind of movies? As in, like, a Hulu for movies? A uh, Hulu for movies. Yeah. Kind of like... Hmm. Kind of what they're doing with Movie Pass, a little bit, but oh yeah, that's the guy from Netflix or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But to pay the movie companies up front and then get better content, Uh, uh, that could happen. I feel like we would be more let down because TV shows you can watch a couple and stop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Movies you kind of are stuck. Yeah, no, I mean, and there are there are ways around that. I feel like there are movie rental type services that are subscription based if that's what you're well no I'm, I'm talking more more so about the companies themselves having a back end of money so that they can feasibly put money out for more risky movies because we talked about this on oh, okay. multiple multiple I see what you're shows saying. Yeah. where yeah, was, they don't they don't um, take risks in movies because they need to make money they need to do the safe stuff mm-hmm. so they make money so do you think that that would potentially work where they could put money beforehand like Netflix, but for like a, like just movies, like just new content, but movies, hmm. I mean, Netflix is already doing it with their movies and stuff. That's like that true. Too. I, I think would... it could work. And I think what it would have to be was someone that's worked on Netflix or HBO or something yeah. would have to go and say, look, this is what does work. And this is what doesn't. And uh, it, not just one person, but several people um, because, you, I mean, you're you're going to make mistakes, and they're going to be big budget, multi million dollar mistakes. Mm-hmm. That's uh, it'd be a lot easier to avoid that with people who knew what was going on instead of just saying, you know, ha- hiring a handful of people to throw it together. Yeah. yeah, and it's tough because there's so many things out there, and it's like I can't afford another subscription for something like that. Personally, right. yeah, I mm-hmm. think it would have to have. Uh, it, it would have to have other movies on it. Obviously it couldn't just be for streaming right. new movies for whatever this company was called. Mm-hmm. It could work. Yeah, it, it could, could definitely work. I mean, Netflix is kind of doing it. Yeah. My yeah. only, my only problem with the Netflix stuff is they don't really release their movies in theater. I don't think they have yet. I know Amazon has with Manchester by the sea. Uh, they oh, released they they, that. That was in the theaters before it was on Amazon, but it's an Amazon production. Hmm. Same thing with the big sick actually is an Amazon. Production. That's good. <laughs> Uh, SNL cleaned up and got a couple good, 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 not good uh, awards. Kate McKinnon, Kate McKinnon is, is fantastic in everything that she does. She's great. She, she is also won, She has the Midas touch. They also won Outstanding Variety Sketch, and uh, Alec Baldwin won Best Supporting Actor. Of and course he's he not did. even a featured performer on the show. So Yeah. 
I think so, a lot of people like complained about how like politically charged this Emmys was, but I mean that's just the country that we live in right you know, now. Like, I was actually, I'll be honest, I was pleasantly surprised because I can't stand Stephen Colbert, and I thought he was going to ruin the Emmys, and they didn't put him on very much. So I was like, cool. I missed his opening thing, and the opening number was good. Um, the uh, Sean Spicer bit was okay. I don't. I just like, do we really want to hear about politics at the Emmys, Stephen? Right. Come on. Right. I mean, that's just, that's what you get when you hire Stephen Colbert, who ran Which is why I thought it was dumb. Yeah. So. yeah. So what is it that you don't like about Stephen Colbert, besides all the politics? Um, okay. I Nothing. I don't like it. that, And it's not his politics I don't like. It's that he talks about it so much. Because when he had a show, because I think he's funny. He used to be funny. When he had the Colbert Report, mm-hmm. I would look at it and go, this is pretty funny. He's not like Jon Stewart where he's just like, everything liberal is right and everything conservative is wrong. And before you jump to conclusions, I'm not a conservative or a liberal. So just so you're aware, <laughs> not to get too political. But Stephen Colbert didn't do that. Or he did it in a way that was still funny where he would go, um, yeah, this conservative is an idiot. But uh, then again, so is this liberal. So mm-hmm. but now it's just like Trump sucks. Trump sucks, which is like where everything is going right now. And I'm just kind of over it. I'm not a Trump supporter. <laughs> I just want to clarify that. But I am tired of hearing about I it. I am so I'm yeah. so tired of turning on uh, Facebook or anything and just seeing how every news agency is kind of overextending. Like, for instance, there was there was a huge article the other day about Melania Trump uh, and her shoes. Like, people were complaining about her shoes. And I'm I'm sitting here like, you remember, <laughs> like, when you guys were bitching about, uh, like, uh, people complaining about Obama's tan suit? Mm-hmm. You need to stop this shit. <laughs> like, this is this this is overextending politics in... in... They're, they're digging yeah. to look for stuff mm-hmm. at that point. And, I mean, there's so many good reasons to say that Trump is a poor president. And we're not going against those. We're going against well, the not, shoes not so that his wife poor, but... Uh. Uh, okay, we're done. This is not a guys. I, I think I think what we need to do is is have some kind of uh, jar in the corner. The moment we start talking politics on the show, we have to we put break a fiber. the jar over the person's head who is talking politics. That too, please. Or I've hammer. got the Jack Daniels bottle over there, full of change. Yes. Full of change. We, we oh, that. that's politics, man. Okay, okay, okay. Stop, stop. Emmys. Um, one last thing about the Emmys. This was. Julia Louis-Dreyfus breaking a an Emmy record, everyone. She oh. won Best Actress. This was her seventh win for Best Actress. For Veep. For the single character. It's the most wins anyone's ever gotten for one single that character. That show is so good. If you yeah. guys haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. It is mm. so choice. It sounds like the title of a show that uh, Beaker from The Muppets would watch. Huh. Beep, 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 beep. Um, I haven't seen it. I've heard it's tremendous. I haven't. I've seen a couple scenes from it, but I don't have HBO. But we're not allowed to talk politics, and that's a political show. So, well, so here is something that I will mention though, because you talked about Handmaid's Tale, Handmaid's Tale, and Hulu. Can I jump in on this one real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so here's what happened. As far as, especially since we're we're talking about TV, we're talking about shows that we like to watch, and we're also talking about how we're not rich. um, Here's (laughs) what it comes down to: it really does. It 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 gets expensive. Hulu, uh, Amazon on demand, um, Netflix. These things aren't free. But what I did is that I, I made a this now this was easily 10, 15 years ago. I was it I don't say I'm ahead of the game or whatever, but I just did simple math. I looked at how much I was paying for cable, which was at minimum like eighty bucks a month. Sometimes it was more if you got the box and all this other junk, D V R and everything else. Right. And the D V R fills up really quick and then you still didn't have 
some of the some of the specific content. So what I did is I wrote down every single show or movie I could possibly want to watch. And I found them all on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon, mm-hmm. except for like two. And I was like, you know what? So that basically means I can pay for Hulu, Amazon, and Netflix. That's like 20, it's like seven bucks, seven, eight bucks a piece. It's like $24 total okay. for all three of those. Yeah. And that means that these other two shows, I would be paying for cable just for those two shows. That's right. another 60 bucks. Oh, yeah. I was like, you know what? Math. I could drop cable like a sack of dirt, buy those seasons on DVD every month. And it would be cheaper. Mm-hmm. So if you have cable and you and you hardly ever watch it, but you like the Netflix and stuff, I recommend to everybody, drop cable like a sack of dirt. Drop it like a home phone and a newspaper. However, the unfortunate trend that I'm seeing is that a lot of companies are trying to privatize their own content. Content. Uh, the sci-fi channel now. Um, they removed all of the Stargate series from Amazon. Well, so you I can, didn't hear you can about watch that. them for three bucks a piece. It's now. not that's not sci-fi. That's actually MGM that removed. Oh, everything. MGM. Oh. Who owns the company? But yes, it's, but yeah, sci-fi is doing their own paid subscription. As in, now. it's exclusive to itself. Yeah. So oh, so MGM okay. is having their own Stargate uh, paid subscription, where that's the only way you can watch Stargates online, mm-hmm. uh, and that's where you're going to get the new Stargate TV show that's coming out. Which I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, yeah, but it's the Seth same McFarland. thing with uh, Star Trek. No, that's Star Trek, uh, the new show, oh. is only going to be on, C- on CBS. CBS. Wow. Well, but also that reminds me, though, <laughs> remember when uh, the only Star Trek show was on, uh, what was it, VPN, like Channel 20 or something? VPN. UPN. 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 And, um, and even though <laughs> their numbers... Ah! Even, even, even though their numbers were way less hey, than what CBS would have had, yeah. it was like the highest rated show on UPN, so they kept it going, and I thought Voyager was a very good storyline. And then UPN failed, didn't it? Well, they did. I think it tanked. But, yeah. but I think it was because they, they dragged that out as far as they could. So it's mm-hmm. one of those things where one person's gold is another person's treasure. Sometimes right. even a bad Star Trek show could be the network's number one show because of the way the network is. Yeah. And I, so I'm excited for that possibility with... If they're putting CB, if they're putting the new Star Trek Discovery on actual TV, they'd cancel it in a in a heartbeat, like they do the last of the shows. Here's my que- I have a question: Is yeah. uh, now with Hulu and Netflix, if I want to watch This Is Us the night it's on, does it come on those? I on think that Hulu night? is the day after. after. Hulu is the day, day after. after. Yeah. So if I'm dying to see. This is us, or you know, dance moms. That's why cable is still a viable option. However, YouTube is doing. Uh, YouTube Red? Uh, no, 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 no. They're, they're doing a cable service now. Oh. Where you can pay for YouTube cable, which is like 30 bucks a month, right? And you can DVR every show that's on there all at once. And you can have up to six people who, who have this. Get out of the city. Yeah. Oh, maybe. I anyway, you guys I don't know. Okay. I don't know if that system could work for me because I do like to watch, you know, the news from time to time. I like to watch... Uh, there's fights that I like to watch and stuff like that. Oh, you know, you can order those mm. different yeah, I mean, places. Sp- but sports is the only thing for me that keeps cable kind of around. Yeah. But you can do that. I got a, I have a Roku, and there's there's sports channels and stuff where you can suddenly watch all of, you know, every single Viking game, whether you're in the state or not, or whatever. You know, if you just yeah. want things like that. There's um, probably a way that I could do it, but I'm too lazy to look into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, in, in years past, he was always like, well, okay, so it was these two shows I couldn't get, plus also now I can't watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, so that kind of sucks. <laughs> right. But now you can totally do that because yeah. enough people have asked for it. Or but I'm go just saying your, that there is a way. Or uncle's house and they'll have it on. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> just just walk into any house and there's an old man sleeping on the couch. Macy's Day probably on. Oh, Joel. Wait, wait, wait. I think we got a breaking news. We got some breaking news from Dance Mom's Watch. Dance Mom's Watch. DMW. 
Yes, we're on Dance Mom's Watch. <laughs> Is that your new Dance Welcome Mom's Watch? Welcome to Dance Mom's Watch. <laughs> All right, everybody be quiet because there's a bunch of crazy shit okay, going okay. on. All right. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready now, for the shit. Now listen I'm to, so ready listen, for, for this shit. Listen, a bunch of shit went down. Abby came back. She was on vacation in Mexico. No shit. She came back. Okay. Okay. She came back to the studio. Okay. The moms and the daughters, they get to the studio and the new choreographer's not there. Oh, what? And they go, what? They go, what? Why isn't she here? And they're calling. No. She's not here. So, and then Abby's there and they're like, what? Why is, and oh, and Abby's back. The moms got mad and left. And then they called Lorianne and said, can you choreograph something? And she said, Abby asked me not to. Abby heard the word that Lorianne was on the scene, called her personally, and told her to not be. So, no, she got mad at Abby, walked out of the studio, including original members. They are they choreographed their own dance. It will. It hasn't aired yet. We're gonna see it next week. I can't wait to hear what happens. So that is some breaking news. Drama for those mamas. Yes, and God you've been waiting to say that joke for like a week now. Haven't that's you? a lot of drama. Well, it feels like that's how long we've been talking about this. For those mothers. Come join us in the next week, time, place for the dance moms <laughs> or DMW dance moms watch. <laughs> hey guys, I got a question for you. Go yes, for sir. Hey, uh, so this is a question for me, and I'm kind of wondering about this for each of you. Where you guys are at in your lives? What would you make a documentary about? Hmm. Right now, at this very moment. This very moment, what would you? What are you interested in to make a documentary about? I, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, gave me an idea once of making a documentary about the homeless population in Fort Collins, and how they are unique because they all have a bike. They all have bikes. It's a very unique oh. um, slice of American life to be homeless and to have a fully awesome working bike because there's so many bike services for free in Fort Collins. Right. It's very interesting. Nick Turner, oh. that's Nick Turner's idea, and I would watch okay. that movie in a split second. There's a lot of interesting homeless people in Fort Collins, too. They've been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. It gets cold. It gets cold in Colorado. Yeah, and it's but the same still... people who have been around for a decade, and you see these same people, oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's, just, it's, it's heartbreaking, but it's also... Uh, kind of a lifestyle choice. There's uh, there's a couple people that I've seen that have gotten jobs recently too. Which oh, is great! Really cool, yeah, yeah. That's a great topic. I would not just Fort Collins. I would I wouldn't limit it to Fort Collins. I mm. would put it everywhere because I've actually had conversations with homeless people downtown. I've, I've downtown Denver. Yeah, I've yeah. had a lot of friends that have been homeless. And what's interesting is a lo- not all of them. I don't want to say all of them, but a lot of homeless people don't mind being homeless. Hmm. They are willing to live for free and not live for free, but you know, live the way they are. Yeah. And um, it's, it's just interesting. I would think that that wouldn't be so, but yeah, <laughs> you know, so when, uh, uh, well, I don't want to get too into it, but you know, most of the time when people are really, really trying to get money and they're giving you a story and stuff, usually those people are homeless mm. is what I found out from homeless people. Interesting. Because homeless people don't want to give you their story. They just want a couple bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Is what I've heard. So that's why I'd like to watch a documentary about it. So. Yeah. Michael, do you have one? Do I have a documentary? documentary? Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, I mean, I was, <laughs> Quite the opposite of this, actually. Um, <laughs> not not exactly, but um, no, just uh, just getting closer to thirty and and thinking about uh, my peers and 
how many of them have just one job or multiple jobs. Oh. It's really interesting to look at the the status of employment and um, versus self employment and how how that all pans out for the individual. That is interesting because there there seems to have been a switch between. You know, 30 years ago, if you're 30, Single you have one job career, and yeah. that's it. And now it's like, man, you go out there, you... You, you have to have four work. or five little yeah. small jobs to make ends Side jobs. And, exactly, Not yeah. only that, but going to school, too. Mm-hmm. Because people right. are going... I say kids, but people are going to college. I, I wouldn't say kids. Ooh, younger. Uh, I know, that's what I say. I one, of my, one of my close <laughs> friends just graduated. She's closer. I, she probably listens to the podcast. She's... Closer to twenty nine plus. Let's you didn't just, say what her name was. She, yeah. she no. knows. She knows. And if uh, she heard this podcast and said, "You think I'm how old?" Well, is she like a dirty old hag or something? No. You better not say yes now. <laughs> no. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Okay. Good. I didn't say it. That would be that. I do agree, though. That would be interesting to see, and especially for. Uh, the way, again, I don't want to get too political, but the way that people are viewing other people that they have no idea how they're living. Mm, you're sure. like, oh, you're a kid. You can go out and get a job. Go get one. Well, maybe they can't. Maybe they're too busy with school or right. whatever they're doing or their internship or, you know. And I see a lot of memes created. I see a lot of tweets and things of that nature um, discussing this, but I don't see a whole lot of documentary filmmaking yeah about it which mm. i think would be fascinating no and, and i i'm gonna go ahead and go on record and say the the old quote that uh do what you love and you won't work a day of your life Not is complete suck. crap Bullshit. <laughs> I, mean, I mean i i do a lot of things that i love but i still work my ass right. off yeah it's very optimistic that's true he has quote. no ass it's a very optimistic quote but it's not true it's not mm-hmm. realistic at all i mean if you're like for instance michael and i we run a video production company the amount of time that we have to put into that to make it viable is insane. Hey, I know where you're coming from. I'm a painter. I love painting. I paint sets and it is the funnest thing ever. I just love to put color on things. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. But when I work a 15 hour day, that's work. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, I will say this. I will say this. I spent uh, 11 years in customer service over the phone. For an insurance company, and I will say that the best day I ever had there was so much worse than the worst day I've ever had at a theater. Yes. That, well, that's great. So, See, so there is one great. of those things yeah. to be like, like when I left that job, it was like there's definitely a standard of of life that got raised oh, by yeah. walking away from a job. I could yeah. agree so, with that. So, yeah, because I was in an office too, and I mm-hmm. could probably say the same thing. I yeah. think all of us have been there. Yeah, because yeah. I was yeah. two two years in banking, mm-hmm. and then I went to massage school, and. Um, to get real hands-on. That joke never gets old. I really needed that today. Oh, you hear that a lot? I, dang it. Oh, Dear diary, no, no, I, I did it again. I, get, I got it. Need oh, it. Okay. He needed. Oh! <laughs> I do have one more. Uh, I don't want to beat a documentary horse to death. I don't know. Oh, that's There's a good documentary. But, um, beat the documentary horse? Yeah, something about beating a dead horse. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm Beat the documentary horse. Anyway, I would... Um, I would not make this documentary, but I will always, always watch a documentary about religion, any religion. Religion fascinates the heck out of me. Oh. I'm watching that Leah Remini Scientology show right now, and it is so 
you know, it, obviously it's very one-sided, but it's so freaking fascinating. Is that and the one on Netflix with the, the weird cover? No, it's not on Netflix. Well, it may be on Netflix. I don't mm-hmm. know, but it's, it's on, on Netflix, it's on A&E. Yeah. It's, oh. it's on A&E. And it's, uh, there's that. I, I've watched uh, documentaries on several religions and they're always fascinating to me. So this hmm. may be our first chance for uh, fan art. I really want to talk about Beat, the the, the documentary horse. <laughs> And uh, I think that's I think that's the movie we're making. Yeah. Beat the documentary yeah. horse. Beat the I documentary like, horse. I like this idea. It's it's very very fun. It's can a, we can we abbreviate it to F period art and just call it fart? <laughs> fan art. Fan, fan art. art. Yeah. We got some F art. Fart. We got some fart. Thanks yeah. thanks for your fart, everybody. I I love that idea. I, I love it ever since I first put I first found the rulers that said art in fourth grade and grabbed <laughs> a crayon and put an F in front of it and felt so proud of Look myself. Look what I did! Look what I did! Well, I I really hope eventually once we have a bigger audience, if we have a bigger audience, we're talking two, three people, three or four people. Uh, Congratulations that, to our fifth listener, by the way. Yeah, you win. Your uh, prize is to bring a friend next time. I am really intrigued by having our audience make fun movie posters if we can get people to make a tom hanks batman poster oh i would love that yes let us inspire your creativity yeah. just to just to be the small spark let it out and then make whatever oh that'd be awesome i'd love that'd to see it really easy one to do too because yeah, you I know. just have to insert a portion of his face yeah so or just take a normal one of his face and then put the bat mask over it so suddenly it's you know tom hanks is batman running through Forrest Gump or town and still, or, still wearing his Forrest Gump suit. Or, 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 or find Tom Hanks because he shows up in random places nowadays. Oh, oh. oh yeah, all we have to do is like just fake a wedding shoot in New York City. He'll yeah, fake, him, fake a wedding. He'll just like be running in. He'll run into you. Be like, oh, oh my. <laughs> okay. What does he sound like when he runs into you? Okay, he sounds okay, like. Okay, okay. Uh, I, I, I didn't, mean, didn't mean to bump into you. Sorry. Oh, hey, go. I would love to see. I would love to see the Tom Hanks Batman poster. I would love to see the Matrix musical poster i would love to see these creative ideas be made and Deceased. i don't have let's do a quick list of all the ones that we had okay we quick. had like washington deceased would be awesome washington deceased right we had we had the child which is our one with seth which was the the horror musical which was oh, i want to do that so bad i want to make this a thing yeah, we had oh. matrix the musical we, oh, had we also the, have a uh, carrie the romantic carrie the family comedy comedy family romantic mm-hmm. comedy all right, uh, who's got a six degrees this week? I've got one for you. Can, guys. can we? Uh, can we? Originally, it was supposed to be Michael has one for you guys. So Michael, please make an apology. I say he just has to he be farted. the loser anyway. Yeah, you automatically lose. No, 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 no. Michael has stuff going on this week. That's true. That's true. You you had a lot going on. It's okay. We won't. <laughs> He's we won't not even you. talking. We're <laughs> deciding. <laughs> we need an apology for you, but we're all gonna talk. <laughs> um, so. My, keep going. I'll let you. I'll let you finish. No, go ahead. My six degrees for you guys is uh-huh. from one Jackie to another. Oh God. Okay. We're gonna go, Jackie, the movie that just came out. So Natalie Portman to Jackie Chan. Natalie Portman to Jackie Chan. Okay. All right. And uh, just to go over the rules of Six Degrees of Separation, uh, you have to know the name of the actor. You have to know the name of the movie. Uh, They can be in television, but they have to be in the same episode. Okay. 
Okay. Now we're going to we're because this one is a little bit more difficult. Um, I am going to give you guys five minutes to do this. The full fiver. The full. The full you get a five. You get the full five. The full five. Uh, this, you guys, was going to, this was actually going to be the first week we were going to shorten the time amount. So. So yeah, we were going to shorten and shorten it to three, but I think a tight five is still what you guys need. Tight, tight five. Toy, like you, toy you need to have a tight five. So we're gonna be right back with a word from our sponsor. CJ, me, Charles, it's Joseph me, Kelly. Because we don't have sponsors. Okay, bye. <laughs> For now. All right. Give us a time, okay? Hey guys, this is your humble host, Charles, just checking in to see how things are going. Hey, I got two free tickets to go see Frozen on stage, and I was wondering if you want to go with me. Uh, I was thinking we could go grab a couple drinks beforehand, uh, get a little drunk, and, you know, just let it go. Um, I'm recording this uh, before we release the podcast, so I hope you're enjoying the bits, you know? I I'm, I really hope that you... Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, Michael's TV show that he watched this week? Oh, man, that, that TV show was so interesting. Scotty's uh, joke that he made and Joel's voice that he did? Oh, man. Pretty much all my free time is going right now to... Uh, the podcast and to finishing up our short film tick which releases september 29th oh it's like a week and a half out i'm kind of freaking out uh a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot uh, so i wanted to make sure that this was recorded with good audio equipment while i had it set up and i'm not recording at one o'clock in the morning with my cell phone again because that wasn't that great i wasn't very happy with that and uh, yeah let's not do that again once the short film is up, uh, I'm probably going to do a short film themed episode. I think that's the game plan where we answer questions on the process of how we did it and, you know, kind of more of a Q&A. Still do it in a comedic kind of way, but uh, we're looking for some kind of real questions there as well. And maybe a longer episode, maybe a maybe a extra long episode. We'll see. Maybe two episodes in a week. We'll see. I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen there, but there's a lot that we need to talk about. Uh, and I want to treat you guys to that. Also, after that, we're probably going to be bringing on some new guest hosts as well. I have some people in mind, um, some that we're just finishing up scheduling right now to get that in. I personally am going to be on a few shows here in the near future as well. I'll give you guys information on that in the near future as soon as I have that as well. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, thank you so much for joining us. We have a lot of fun here. We're so glad that you uh, uh, took uh, took an hour to listen to us. And for the people who consistently listen to the show, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. As always, you guys are fantastic. I love I love reading uh, questions from you guys. I love reading comments. I I love you guys. You guys are my favorites. If you have any questions for the podcast, anything that you'd like us to answer, you can find uh, how to contact us in the show notes. Pretty much you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I find some questions on Podbean, which is our host. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll take them up. And if for some reason we don't answer you on the podcast itself, we're probably answering it on our live show, which uh, we're going to start trying to do... Uh, get a good schedule on timing for that. I'll let you guys know. But once again, it's all up in the air right now with uh, the short film. So thank you so much for all the positive feedback that we've been getting in the last few weeks. Uh, it means so much to me. It means the world to the guys. I 
when when I started doing this podcast uh, and the first few episodes, and you can listen to those, we were pretty cynical about things, and that's just not how I feel about film. That's not how I feel about television. And, and doing reviews is not what I want to be doing. So thank you so much for enjoying this positivity that we're trying to spread in the world. All these people who are trying to create art, trying to create film trying to create music, they're all creating. And it's amazing that they're doing so. Sometimes it doesn't work as well as uh, they would like, but they're still creating stuff. And I'm so glad that you guys agree with us. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening. And I love you. Sometimes it can be hard keeping up to date with everything going on in the gaming industry. The Sometimes Geek Podcast is a quick and easy listen each week that covers all the major gaming news while giving the opinion of an everyday gamer. You can find it at sometimesgeek.com or on iTunes, Google Play, and wherever you normally grab your podcasts. And we're back. And we're back. We are back. So we solved it, you guys. Mm. Um, You uh, did. Well, sort of. Well, I mean, we all it, was, together. it was a group effort. I did very little. It was mostly Joel. So what we what we <laughs> came up with <laughs> what we came up with was Shanghai Noon, um, uh, Jackie, Jackie Chan, Jackie Shanghai, Chan Noon Shanghai Noon with Owen Wilson, with Owen Wilson, wow, Owen Wilson in Zoolander number one, and Natalie Portman actually played herself. What in did she say? An interview in. Uh, she she said that uh, Derek Zoolander he's almost too good looking, and uh, that would be. One of the only uh, deterrents in pursuing um, a relationship. I think that's <laughs> verbatim the the line. How many it's, times it's have you fairly seen? close? The problem not is Michael is kind of a savant about movie lines, and it's crazy. He'll remember like weird quotes, and he'll be like, "Hey, remember that movie?" And I'm like, "I have no idea yeah, what the fuck you know, you're talking about." Seth and I do that all the time, and uh, Jalen will observe us. And go what? <laughs> but there's there's a difference. About? There's a difference between like classic movie lines and the shit that plagues Michael's mind. <laughs> it's it's like so blocked up with stupid one-liners from <laughs> Community, as we've seen earlier. So as we solved this in was that two degrees? Uh, three? Two two uh, three no, degrees. Three degrees. Two and a half minutes ish. Three All degrees, right. two and a half minutes. Do you want to that's not what, And that's not what you had, is it? What did yeah, you well, oh, so, so mine um, was a little bit different. So Natalie Portman was in Your Highness, and she was in Your Highness with... Um, <laughs> she wasn't in My Highness. No, it's it's a comedy, uh, like, high fantasy movie with uh, James Franco and... Uh, it's all about smoking weed, but it's all based in like high fantasy. Oh, James like, Franco. Yeah. Okay. So it's got James Franco in it. James uh, Franco okay. was in. Um, <laughs> oh, I get it. Highness. Your highness. Yeah. So James Franco was in Pineapple, Pineapple Express with uh, Seth Rogen, right? <coughs> Seth Rogen was in um, all of the Kung Fu Panda movies with Jackie Chan, who played Monkey. Oh, my oh gosh. My gosh. Are you the seriously watching film. all of these animated movies? You're like, oh, Brother Bear, oh, Kung Fu yeah, Panda. I, like, I know all these. I, I love that a cartoon. I mean, there was another was one that I found. I also big went pot smoking movies. <laughs> I also, I also did one um, when I first thought about this last week with uh, taking Chris Tucker um, into Fifth Element and kind of taking it that route mm. uh, is the original way that I did it. But um, this one works just as well. So. Oh yeah, that's how you can do Jackie Chan to uh, to Bruce Willis pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I'm just laughing because I'm I'm thinking nothing of the movie that I'm gonna uh, have yeah. to watch. So, um, punishment so as is... a as a punishment movie uh... for CJ, since we did solve it via Zoolander, um, he is going to go ahead and watch Zoolander two. 
Which Electric he's been avoiding. Boogaloo. Oh, <laughs> that reminds me. Uh, did you watch your movie this I week? I did. Uh, Tucker, and, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. What oh, yeah. did you think? Fantastic. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, I loved it. It was... Uh, it was so different than what you expected, it was, probably. It was not what I was expecting. Good. But as it kept going, I was like, okay, let's see what happens. Because it's, <laughs> it's all these, uh, you know, these elaborate deaths all uh final destination right, right, mm-hmm. right and well i don't want to give anything away for anybody that hasn't watched it but it's like it, i love misunderstanding movies like that and stuff like three's company you know the mm-hmm. where, the, where one side thinks the other thing you know mm-hmm. um but yeah it was great talking about things that start off one way and end out completely different <clears throat> than what you were expecting uh i watched american vandal this week have you guys seen no, the trailer for i've this? seen your no. facebook feed though okay. you've been quoting about it forever it's, Okay, so the whole premise of American Vandal is it's like a true crime drama, like uh, the one that's making on a murderer, making a murderer, okay. right? And Except the, instead of a murder, it's, it's about a kid who drew a bunch of dicks on a bunch of cars right. in a parking yes. lot, yes, and definitely. it's so funny. It's done by the guys who did um, Funny or Die, or die. Yeah. Um, and it's it's so, it's Will so funny. Company. But then it turned into this really intriguing mystery about like some other things that are going on in the background. And it's it had no reason to be as good as it is. What's it oh. called? Amer- American Vandal. American, American it's Vandal. So good. How many I, how, how many episodes? Like seven, uh, there's 12, eight 15? or ten, something like that. It's, it's on. Netflix. I blew through it in it's two a days. Thing, yeah. Or is it are, are they like are they okay. full forty five minute things? There's like twenty two minutes an episode or what? Uh, it's it's like forty minutes I think if I'm not okay. mistaken. So well, it's not long, but it's it's good. It's and every there's there's moments where I chortled like I, it was like audible guffaws coming out of my room me <laughs> laughing so hard on this and then it, it got so serious and so intriguing about actual things that are going on in the plot i i can't i it's so good guys you all need to watch this it's that's great i'm excited for it because that whole that whole genre has been very popular lately and it's just right i love it's true right crime everything. for uh oh. uh what's it called when you do the, the third one that's funny spoof right for spoof right spoof. for Parody. Parody. Is that what it is? Parody? That would mean like fourth satire. I think it, one of them means like three. I think like Star Wars every, and then Space every Balls. word we've said is the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> is it called raining or is it called sprinkling? Did Trilogy. Anyone, yes. Anyone watch? You the, poked uh, my you heart. Poked my heart. Um, all right. So along the lines of things that are exciting to see, <laughs> <laughs> porpoises. Sorry. That was a God terrible segue. That was great. So... Keep going. <laughs> Um, anything new in the fall television previews you can't wait to see. Yes. All right, Joel, go. Um, I do have one. I have, um, oh, what is it called? Oh, it's called, uh, Me, Myself, and I. You guys seen this with, uh, Bobby Moynihan and John Larroquette and some kid. It's, it's three different times, uh, the kid plays the main character as a kid. Obviously, Bobby Moynihan plays him mid- middle age, and John Larroquette plays him when he's older. Oh, interesting. Uh-huh. And I... I, that's all I can tell you about it. I can't really figure out anything else, but it looks really good. Huh. And I, I love Bobby Moynihan as well as John Larroquette. I mean, I haven't seen John Larroquette since Night Court, but I still love him. I think yeah. he was hilarious in Night Court. So I think it'll be great. It looks really good. That's neat. That what, which uh, which uh, show or what channel? It's I mean? called Me, Myself, and I, and I oh, I think it's ABC. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. It's, so it's, it's network, like actual network. It's network, yeah. Interesting. And then the other one I wanted to look at was uh, Young Sheldon. Even though I'm not a huge Bing Bang Theory person, that you know, it does good. sound interesting. It's it's been written that it's one of the best things that's going to come on this fall. Especially because you know who I found out is playing young Sheldon. Who is that Ian kid from Broadway? Ian, Ian loves theater. 
He's this adorable kid who just apparently he's, he must be rich enough for his parents to take him to all these Broadway shows. Mm-hmm. But he'll like ever since he was a child, like like four years old, he would talk about like he'd go see a show and then talk about what it was like seeing the show and how much he loved it. Huh. And he was just so he was just so like adorable, but also like beautiful. Like he was like being educated. Was this like a like a YouTube channel? Yeah, it's like a YouTube, like a Facebook thing or something. That's kind of cool. I didn't know that. I, oh, yeah. oh yeah, and 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 not only that because he got so good. He was just he was just a kid who liked going to Broadway shows. That's and pretty of course cool. he would. And he was a boy, so it's like so like oh yeah, he can like watching Beauty and the Beast. But he was also like yeah, like I thought the Beast was like really good. And I've seen a lot. Like he sees all the shows for the, that are up for the Tonys and stuff. Yeah. So that suddenly big Broadway stars are like oh my gosh, is Ian here? I want to go meet this kid. And they get to meet him, and he, I guess he networked enough that now he's going to play the young Sheldon. That's inc- and I'm that's like fantastic. that I actually want to see because uh, you yeah. watch those videos, you're going to love it. I also heard that uh, Jalen told me this earlier uh, that Laurie Metcalf's daughter, Laurie Metcalf, who's my favorite actress in the entire universe, swear to God, her daughter is playing her in the show. Sorry, I had to geek out for a second. <laughs> Laurie Metcalf's daughter is playing her. Is, is playing her character from Big Bang Theory. Oh wait, 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 wait which which character? Laurie she's Metcalf the, she's, plays the, she's Sheldon's, Sheldon's mom. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Laurie Metcalf's daughter is playing Laurie Metcalf's character from the Big Bang Theory. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, I well, first of all, I finally finished the pilot episode of the Orville. Oh, that's right. I want to watch that. The second episode came out yesterday, and I didn't get to see it yet. But why not? How dare you, Michael McBeth? <laughs> I was like, "Am I going for an Arnold thing?" Why get to the oh. job and watch the show? Let me ask uh, you this question, though. Um, what do you think about? Because some of them are not human. Some of them are like mm-hmm. aliens. What do you think about that? Like the alien makeup? Is it like cheesy or is it like good? Same thing for the for the the external shots of the ships and planets and stuff. What yeah, think? I think um, as with any network TV show, the CGI is just going to be lacking. It's it's going to happen. the The green screening is going to be lackluster. Um, it will lack luster. What? I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about opening a luster shop, and I was like, no one's going to shop here, but. Everybody needs it. Nobody yeah. wants to pay for it. Is this her, Adrian Palicki? Is that her? Yes. How do you say it, Adrian Palicki? Palicki or yeah. Palicki, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, everything she she touches is usually very well done. And, it, and it, as far as action stuff, she did. She kicked a lot of butt. Oh my gosh, she actually had a. Well, maybe it's not there anymore. But did there was she, a spinoff. Did she get written off of Agents of Shield? I think there was a spinoff or something. Yeah, I know they they were planning on a spinoff with them, and they just didn't bring them back. That's kind of. I don't. I don't really know. I know that the whole Agents of Shield. Oh, you know what? I used to be king of watching Agents of Shield and so all good. that stuff. I stopped. But then watching. they had the spinoff, and I'll, there's even the whole new one. I haven't even touched. Um, Anything other than Norval, Michael? Oh yeah. Well, um, so in less than a month now, and CJ will join me in being excited for this. Um, October the thirteenth, which is a Friday, <laughs> Crazy Ex Girlfriend <laughs> is coming back, season three, and oh, I am so freaking excited. My I saw the body cover is art. ready. It looks so good. Oh my god. So, have you guys seen Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? I saw Crazy Ex-Girlfriend season one. I haven't touched season okay, two. Okay, so the the whole premise is it's it's like Flight of the Concords. It's a TV show musical, and it's it's fantastic. I think that it's uh, it's basic cable, so it's gonna have some problems, but <laughs> yeah. It's oh, it's so good. I I truly feel, and we talked about this. I truly feel that um, the fact that it's not on Showtime and that particular limitation that they have to imply sexual things and uh, makes it better. It makes it so much better. Exactly. And there is Mm. a song where he sings about a relationship being a shit show, and they (laughs) they bleep it out. Mm. And it's so funny when that first happens in the song. Like oh gosh, yeah. (laughs) It really does um, create a a better. Space for them to 
get creative and work around those concepts. And that's... they can they they can't say shit, but they had a whole song. It's a tap number called "Tap That Ass All Over This House." <laughs> it's so funny. And Rachel Bloom got nominated for an Emmy. For for Rachel Bloom is actually very very Not talented. Kidding. She is she is so talented. Yeah. And she should be doing so much more. Have you guys seen any of her like YouTube videos when she was like? On YouTube, primarily. I don't think so what? No. no, I don't know. Tell me everything. What are you talking about? So she's like, she started. She's off a YouTube making, star. She started making YouTube videos. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, she was writing for Robot Chicken before that, though. Uh, Scotty, what are you excited for? Uh, the the super nerdy stuff. Basically, Orville. I want to. I'm excited for, but I haven't got around to watching this last week. And I definitely want to watch Star Trek Discovery because I am. Oh, I can't. I you can't tell, but I'm wearing a Star Trek shirt. I'm such a nerd. It's a red shirt. It, well, it's a shirt, and it's red. It's a red shirt. Oh, but no. everybody always gets worried. But not if your name is Scotty. There you go. But but Scotty's so, been coughing for a while now, and yeah, it's because I'm beating I'm beating the space herpes. It's fine. It's no big deal. Mine really quick is Mindhunter. It's the new David Fincher TV show. It's a true crime TV show about the FBI people who are in charge of trying to oh, learn, like get into I've the mind. this one. Trying to get into the mind of serial killers back in like the 70s or 80s. If uh, I remember, it's also like the first time they were like, you know what, we're going to start calling these serial killers. Yes. Like they didn't have a name for it so before. So they were just trying to figure out like the mindset of a serial killer, like where they're at. So it stars... Uh, Jonathan Groff. Anybody know who Jonathan Groff is? Mm. Uh, Have you guys ever things? listened to the soundtrack uh, Hamilton? You oh, mean yes. the cast recording? The cast recording. He the, plays oh, the, the king. king. He yeah, so he was king. also in Frozen then. Yeah. So he, He's oh, the okay. we finish each other's sandwiches guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Which yeah. they stole he plays, from. He plays the lead, and he's like super serious guy instead of like funny man. <laughs> Funny, funny Broadway. Man. Funny Broadway. He's well, not if, if I understand jokes. correctly from Hamilton, he was he's friends with Lin Manuel Miranda, yep. and Lin Manuel put him in the show. Lin um, Lin, Lin Man Manuel Manuel Manuel. I think it's Manual. Lin Lin M Shyamalan. No, that you guys know he's going to be on the podcast next week, right? Oh my god, I hope so. I'm going to learn how to say his name. Hi, Lin Manuel. Okay, I'm out. Yeah. Oh man, it's actually line. Manual. Well, see, how do you speak to him? You have to first refer to your Lin Manual to make sure you get every step. All right, right. so you know we made this joke last week. You did not. Wait, no, the week before. Okay. No, you were here. I think you we made this talked joke. about the pronunciation of Lin Manuel's name about four or five shows. I think Damn. we've talked about it for four or five that. hours on this podcast so far. So next week we're going to release a special uh, edition episode. And it's going to be a, uh, um, all the times we've talked about Lin Manuel's pronunciation, and also Owen it's Wilson be a wow five hour show. So I think <laughs> let's create really quick a a something random drinking game. <laughs> oh, to play with us? <laughs> to play with us for our audience? All right. So we have to do. Michael mispronounces uh, a name, right? Yes, absolutely. as a drink, as a drink, or a sip, a sip. Know, a we got sip. a sip. Okay, we got uh, Joel voices. Uh, whatever. With Joel voices. When, when Joel, voice? Joel voices are. A <laughs> sip. Well, I was gonna say when I go far because I go far. Whenever yeah. Scotty coughs, that's waterfall. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be drunk. Whenever, whenever Joel uh, does an impression of uh, Tom Hanks, you have to do a shot. What you guys I, have to get me. What, what am I doing? Uh, what are my mannerisms? When I say fantastic, you you say incredible. I say incredible. Incredible. So whenever, when I say it's that's incredible. Bad jokes or solid. Whenever, whenever we talk about anybody giving a pun. Whenever we talk Ooh. about uh, Iron Fist, you have to do a line of Coke. Oh my God! No Coke. <laughs> no Coke. No heroin. Oh, I was gonna no. do it for heroin. Oh, come on. No what meth. About, what about marijuana? See, Mary, we all we all get on a random tangent about Star Trek Next Generation. Bath salts. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, not not to not to do them. Just to go ahead and just soak yeah, in the tub, just, just get enjoy. Some, you know, Epsom salts. You know, you know? just some lavender. Get a bath bomb. Because this, because be this is a podcast. You don't have to be stuck on the couch. You can go anywhere you want. You can go outside and lay under a tree in the shade. Guys, you know, I am the, naked right now. This is, he's not lying. He really is. Yeah, I can uh, see right under his clothes. Now this is a thing. If we could all do some homework and come up with, let's say maybe five rules, on our own this coming week, and then by the next week's show. We can agree on which five should be in. Oh, the good. Room. I was afraid you were going to say we're going to have like 20 rooms. No, no, no. Total. We'll, all, we'll agree yeah. on which five should be the best. One. That's I think a good that's idea. That's a great idea. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Cool. Yeah. I think it's a horrible idea, but we're going to go with it. Okay. It's always a good idea. Right. <laughs> so, talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're, we're going to make, make a movie. Documentary about, uh, are you talking about. Here, is that beat the, document, beat the Dead Documentary Horse? Wait, are you the front legs or am I the front legs? You're the front legs. Are okay. you the front legs or am I the front legs? It's that's that's cl- that's clomping in the is that, that what it's horse called? was drunk in, in <laughs> that horse has been playing the something random drinking game. <laughs> okay, so is this really the the way that we want to go? Oh, absolutely. Take this movie? Okay, so is this is this a movie about a horse that's docu- like into documentaries or I think I think, I think it'd be interesting a horse that's if it was into documentaries. <laughs> Well, I mean, that is Please. funny. <laughs> I, I think it should be the narrator of a series of documentaries. Is the horse? Is the horse. So, so wait a minute. Let's so get the name right. Was it Mr. Beat Ed. the Dead Documentary Horse? What? Was it Beat, comma, the Dead Documentary Horse? Is, <laughs> he's is a it, zombie horse. A zombie horse either who watches documentaries or I submit that he's a, he's a, he's a dead horse named Beat <laughs> who, who makes documentaries, but it's an action movie I, I think about that, him making I documentaries. Think for t- Title purposes for this podcast, we need to call it "Beat, comma the Dead Horse" and an exclamation point. We, he can be into documentaries. That could be like a like a cool oh, little that'll, thing. that'll be that'll be this this uh, this edition. Yeah, exactly. Beat the, beat the Dead Horse documentary edition. <laughs> All right, so that that opens the door for fan art. Please send us your <laughs> absolutely please your do. drawings, paintings of. If you don't uh, make one, I will. The mm-hmm. Dead Horse. So so really, it would be a documentary about something that's already been very thoroughly documented i know it's like like a conspiracy theory that no it has to be about this horse i think the documentary is about the horse who enjoys documentary yes okay (laughs) very meta okay yeah i I think it's it's a funny funny documentary it's like a it's a a a mockumentary so in the style of like spinal tap or american vandal or uh or the office this yeah. guitar has been sustaining the same note since 1976. <laughs> Listen, do you hear this? You don't hear that? look at, don't touch it. Don't you point. Well, you, you would if it were playing. But you know, you can go off and have a bite, and I'll still be ringing on it, won't you? Mm. Michael, have you seen that movie yet? Uh, probably. I guess not. Spinal okay. Tap. You haven't seen Spinal Tap? Oh, Spinal Tap. I have not. No. Nope. There's a song where they're all playing basses. <laughs> all of them. All three of them playing basses, and the song's called Big Bottom. <laughs> That is amazing. Yes. What's the copyright thing? Can I sing on this? Or no, no, don't. Damn it. And there's and <laughs> I'll sing it to you when we turn the mics off. I'll sing you a little sample. All right. Well, actually, keep the mic on. Just stop recording because I want to put that in my ring. I already know. Okay. Can you can you just whisper the song into his delicately into his ear? No, you right cannot now. whisper "Big Body." Yeah. You, you can't. To, yes, you have to sing it. Okay. I I, could, I wonder if I could if I could just say some of the lyrics as a as a poem. All right. Of course you could. My baby fits me like a flush tuxedo. <laughs> Can't wait to sink her with my pink torpedo. <laughs> big bottom. Big wow. bottom. Talk about mud flaps. My girl's got them. <laughs> Welcome to the Something Random Podcast Slam Poetry Hour. 
<laughs> I told you guys about my idea about doing like a, a hybrid slam poetry uh, basketball game. And slam dunking something? Slam. Okay, so but everybody has to be intoxicated too. You call it slam drunk. <laughs> slam drunk. Oh my gosh. There's there's something that could go go wrong there, but there's something that could go so right. So right. <laughs> slam drunk. It's a big so risk, right. but it has potential. All right, so beat. Is beat. Okay. The dead horse. B e e t or no. b e a t. B e a t. I was thinking b e a t like a boo, a boo, a boo, a boo. Well, My I'm name? a dead oh. horse, and I'm here to say I, gonna, I love uh, documentaries. Okay. What were you saying today? What were you saying before? <laughs> oh, this is so. When we were mic te- like mic checking, I'm sitting here and I'm like, "My name is Charles, and this is my freestyle style." <laughs> freestyle style. <laughs> I, I do like I do like the idea of beat being kind of like more of a musical horse, not necessarily like like a beatboxing mm-hmm. horse, but his name is Beat because his his. I'm calling them clomps. Let's just call them clomps. Are they clomps? No, it's the sound that the hooves make, not the hooves. I think, I think what you're referring to the technical term is a clopity clop. A clopity clop. So his clopity clops um, are so rhythmic, and that's why they named him Beat. Beat. He's like, so yeah, and then his owner is like, yeah. Oh, his owner now. Yeah. So, he's, 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 so he's property. Ah, sh- yeah, we have to talk about that. I'm so sorry. He, he's, he's this horse sentient. is not owned okay. by The any documentary person. can be They're about gonna take him statues down. going for, <laughs> like, like um, vying for talking horses' rights. <gasps> yeah, and he this sings is, about it. Okay, so the whole movie. Okay, and so it's runs. An actual It's mm-hmm. an actual scripted movie, but the whole idea <laughs> is they've got a documentary crew following this horse and about him, like, bringing horse rights to the wait, people. Absolutely. Wait, wait, wait. I, I, we, we, we were totally overlooking something because he's beat the dead horse. Why is he is he dead? Is he undead? Is I, he think, dead? I think it's like in uh, Hamilton where the first line pretty much is, and then I'm the dude that shot the, the Hamilton. damn fool that blah, blah, blah. I'm, 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 I'm the, the guy. Damn fool that shot I'm him. the person but, who pull, pulled the gun out and I shot him wait a in the, the spleen. But oh, wait, why obviously is the horse... you've listened to more than 10 seconds of it. So wait, 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 wait. So why is, the, is he dead or not? Well, I thought one of the thoughts that popped in my head is that he's like a zombie horse. And when he's first looking over at like, like horse brains, the only thing that can get his attention away is if you put up a documentary TV and he's like, oh, maybe I'll look this way for a little bit. But then, but then as soon as it hits commercial, I'm back on the horse. Hey, beat, look over here. It's making a murderer. You're going to love this. You're going to love it. Did you guys ever see the zombie movie called Fido where everybody has? Yes. Oh yeah. The the guy has the pet of his kid. It's it's pet zombies that Mm -hmm. people have. Right. And it's about this guy who has a pet zombie named Fido. Mm -hmm. It's, I think that's kind of the way that we kind of take this. Okay. I agree. Do we want to find who, who, do we know who his owner is? Or I mean, we, we, I know <laughs> we just we... talked about this, man. You can't own a horse. But that's what but he's that's fighting for. Yeah, he's fighting yeah, for Oh, although if we are going to make the movie, I think uh, I know so a girl that owner has a becomes horse. his best friend. Yeah, or maybe it's, Love maybe her. it's no. like, uh, maybe it's like Planet of the Apes, the prequels or whatever, where they're like, look, I'm going to put this harness on you just so that we can go out to the park and people don't like arrest us or something like that. But really... We're equals, okay? Like, oh, yeah, like yeah. don't think that you're a pet because we put this on there. I want to let you know this is just so we can go out and not get harassed by people. Yeah, they and then the like, filmmaking crew gets in trouble for for revealing all this stuff. <laughs> well, I'll, you know, here's something else that's interesting. Now, this is how you can make a splash. If it's about horse rights, what if the documentary crew follow me on this one are also horses? 
Oh, so like, like, like the steady shit. cam shots of like know, following man. them are like horses. Go, 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 horses go, go, are go, gonna go. have to wear some pretty heavy slippers to not make noise. Oh no, no, we'll hear them the whole time. So and, here's, and then like one of the horses. My horse biggest like, problem, I think, I think like a right Shetland now. pony. That <laughs> okay, so with with these horses controlling Maybe. this uh, this video equipment, how how do they press the record button in the first place? Oh, you know what? Not how you think. Turns out. They whip it with their tail. I, I dig this. That was the, my one my one stipulation. I need to figure out how mm-hmm. they hit the, the so like button. So really the hard part is like how they put it. So, they, you know, you get like their teeth and they're like pulling up. So they they have to put the gear on each other and they whip it with their tail. Turn it on, turn it off. Okay. okay so are these. I've got, hold on. Hold on one second. With the crew here being horses, we've got it. This is going to be uh, a la white people in the Black Panthers where they're fighting for rights. Because we're, we've got to have some people in there because, yeah. you know, the people can. Hold the cameras or hold the booms or whatever. I was, gotta, there's got to be people that do things that horses cannot do. Right. Mm-hmm. I think also and while we're at it, fighting for like a horse pig rights. or a duck or something. Because too. everyone fighting for rights has to have. Okay. Yes. So I think the film crew should be like hybrid, not hybrid human horses. Reverse centaurs. Reverse centaurs. Reverse centaurs. That's a person with a horse. Okay. All right. So another another thing we cannot talk. For hours about centaurs because this turns into my brother, my brother, and me again. I don't want to do that, but I, I do like the idea of like a different kind of reverse human. Like, so, so what's your situation again? Well, my uncle was a horse, or my grandpa was a horse, but then my mom and then both my mom's parents are are human. So that explains the hoof for hands. That explains the hoof for hands. <laughs> he puts his hands up. <laughs> but they still have like little tiny. The, like, the camera just but no, the, the hooves have like like five separating parts, so they still can go like this. A little right. bit. So it's like five little hooves on five fingers. Five little hooves on his fingers. Um, right. Oh, or, five little hooves as fingers. I love that song when I was a kid. Or five little hooves as fingers coming to scratch you. There's also the five little hooves as fingers. So they're going to get you. I'm gonna ah. have nightmares for a year. Okay. So my other my other pitch would be a half human half horse but it's split down the middle <laughs> oh no okay right um, down the middle guys, yeah. this, like like this the, like movie. a bad halloween costume from 1993 like like Look, victoria a woman, but a this horse a yeah this idea is out of control <laughs> we could get into why the horse hates okay. the godfather so back to and, the okay i don't want know. hybrid horse humans i think that's a little bit no, too I, far from i me. agree yeah. um, however like, though the film crew should have some humans in there and have some horses. Do the horses talk? Is it like a Mr. Ed kind of a situation? I'm uh, pretty I think so. sure the horses talk. I think some talk. can and some can't. Who oh, plays, you know what? You know what? Some can. Some prefer kind of not to. Who method. plays the horses? Who plays the horses? Who plays Beat? Uh, a horse, dude. Oh, you mean the voice of the horse. <laughs> who plays... Oh, you know what? You know who's really big in animal voices right now? Bradley Cooper. Um, okay. Okay. I take however, Bradley however, Cooper. However, uh, if I may... Uh, I don't know if he can play a zombie horse. That's a little out of his wheelhouse. Yeah, I know. He's he's played animals, but he hasn't played a zombie. I don't know if I feel comfortable with Bradley Cooper playing that. Ooh, role. you know who? Uh, you know who has played a zombie and also has good comedic timing and also would bring a little bit of an accent to it? Nick Park. I have no idea. Who's who Nick, Nick Park. Park is the big guy from Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of okay. the Dead. That's what I was thinking. And I was yeah. going to say Mark Addy from the Full Monty, but that mm. one's better. Oh, and also one of the horses should be. Do you voiced. mean? Do you mean Nick Frost? Yes, I meant Nick Frost. Oh. I'm so sorry. What did Who you the hell say? Is Nick Park. You said Nick Park. I was oh my like, God! Nick Park made the Wallace and Gromit movies. <laughs> I meant Nick Frost. Thank you for correcting me. 
<laughs> okay, we're good. Yeah. We're good now. Anyways. Who, who, who do you think should be the voice of one of the other ones? Oh, one of the other horses should be voiced by Morgan Freeman, most definitely. What kind uh, of budget do you think we have I'm for this kind of thing? Oh, we're gonna work so, but here's the thing. Have you seen some of the movies that Morgan Freeman's been doing lately? But he does so much narration for documentaries. And the he horse really oh, likes Oh, that's true. Here. He could probably do that stuff in the car. Beat is point. going to really like that particular horse because he sounds like <gasps> Morgan Freeman. Oh, yeah. yes. There you go. Yes. Ever well, since when, I was a about, little cult. Want, oh, but, well, how about this? The horse, voiced by Morgan Freeman, could be the narrator of the documentary. And then somebody mm, could be yes. like, oh, my God, horse, you sound like Morgan Freeman. He's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know. Except, uh, now, do we want to go full tongue-in-cheek as a mockumentary and say that his last name is Free Horse? <laughs> Mergen Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> Mer- oh, that's a good, that's too. Nice. Mergen Free Horse. Mergen Isn't Free a Mer- horse. female horse, though? I don't Mer? know. It is. It's a horse word. It's a horse it, it word. It is a horse well, word. Well, what about, what about That That would be, uh, uh, Megan Fox. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about oh Megan? Well, Megan Fox could be one of the foxes helping yeah, with, the, with the production. No, we can't go into more species. It's horse and human. Yep. That's it. It gets too complicated <laughs> beyond that. Okay. How about next year? Next year. How about, next how about, year, how about maybe we get like a, like a little. Together. How about we get like at one point there's like a little bird that lands on one of their backs to help hit some buttons. Definitely. Definitely. And that bird, uh, Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. Hey hey. Okay, so anyway. I so think th- we've uh, created a horse movie, guys. And I think mm-hmm. we have beaten that dead horse spe- uh, very sufficiently. Did we beat the horse for you, folks? I think we beat the horse documentary. That's for damn sure. Okay, so, and we make uh, Beat the Dead Horse, the documentary is what, go. it's like the behind the scenes of the document, like the making of the film. And it's like a full-on movie. Oh, so it's Beat the Dead Horse documentary the documentary behind the scenes yeah bts okay they be great. so uh I, uh this is a, this is a great idea i'm so glad there'd be so many posters that we have to be like oh which one i love them all i i i'm really so excited for this movie guys i'm so excited to waste my money on hey, it i'd mm-hmm. watch it you, i'd watch it would you okay so i would I watch would, it if it was already on netflix amazon or hulu actually yeah if, truth be told i, w- I wouldn't pay I'm to see seeing this, in this theater, if, but I, theater I suckers. if i was to lose the six degrees of separation and was forced to watch this movie i would watch this movie <laughs> sir are, are you are you implying that there are punishment movies you do not watch no no bum, no bum, bum. i watch everything okay. i watch the punishment movies even if i don't lose all right, they boys. Are. Homework for this week is to come up with five rules for a drinking game. And five if you folks, yeah, game. if you folks have any ideas of uh, fun mannerisms that we have uh, for send our drinking, them in. send them in. Let or annoying know. mannerisms. You know, we're always up to hearing about that too. Yeah. Or, or just hilarious. Or, or gentlemanly mannerisms. Scotty, I love it when you use that suave voice of yours. Yeah, don't write Dash that in no because one. then he'll keep doing it. Charles, we like when you talk with a really nasal voice that's not your normal nasal voice. Wait, why'd you use your real voice for a second? <laughs> oh, shit, now they know how I talk. Now we're going to have to talk like this for the rest of the podcast. All right, well, uh, guys, thank you so much for listening to Something Random Podcast. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. iTunes. Uh, uh, Google Play. Google Play. Pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for Get listening to the podcast. Here. My name, as always, is Charles Joseph Kelly. One of these days is going to change. My name is still Michael C. Macbeth. My name is Scotty Schaefer. Goodbye. This is Joel Adam Chavez. It doesn't get old. It doesn't. <laughs> what did I do? 
<laughs> I don't know what I did. All I right. did something. I don't know what I did, but I did something. You know, I, I normally cut out. I normally cut out like uh, uh, bad timing and just like cutting out like spaces and stuff like that. But when Joel goes, and my name is. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> it's funny as shit, guys. It's okay. so good. Anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you so much, we'll see everybody. You next time. Yeah, thank and you. Ha- have yourselves a wonderful week. Oh, yes. Bye-bye. It's the two megastars summer mashup. The awesome iPhone. On the Rockstar Metro PCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for zero dollars, so you can jam without limits. It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires port of number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or on Metro PCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions.